0: Okay, last week, art took you on a little storytelling crusade. Without looking, without looking. Somebody tell me about the story of the synagogue official whose child was sick. Take off, anybody. You've had a week. go ahead he said that she was dating and he came and said that y'all get out and he was asleep is that what you're talking about? that's right okay and he told her not to tell nobody that they told her yeah <laughs> okay you want to add any detail to what Mike has shared okay alright it's in 18 chapter 9 verse 8, 18 while the synagogue official was saying these things a syne- excuse me while he was saying these things to them a synagogue official came and bowed down before him saying my daughter has just died come and lay your hand on her and he got up to go and then what happened Right. this lady who had had a hemorrhage for 12 years said if I can just touch him Touch his garment, uh, I think I'll be well. And, and uh, verse 22 said, But Jesus turning and seeing said to her, Daughter, take courage that your faith has made you well. And uh, <clears throat> verse 24, when he got to the house, he said, Leave, for the girl is not dead. And what did they do? They laughed, they laughed at him. Uh, but uh, when he sent the crowd out, he took her by the hand and the girl got up. Verse 26. And the news spread throughout all the land. So with that verse, we're going to kick off in verse 27 of chapter nine, and we start off with, as Jesus went from there, two blind men followed him, crying, "Have mercy!" On us, son of David. So, um, they had read it in the New York Times that Jesus was there. No, they hadn't, but they had heard about it because verse twenty-seven uh, twenty-six says the news spread throughout the land. Didn't said they were deaf; they were just blind. So they heard what Jesus was was doing, and they they went from there and two men followed him crying have mercy on us son of David when he entered the house the blind men came to him and Jesus said to them do you believe that I am able to do this do what heal them give them a sight back and they said yes Lord then he touched their eyes it shall be done to you according to your faith in every instance jesus healed them but it, they came to him because they had faith that jesus could do what he said he could do and every healing jesus did was instantaneously it wasn't it wasn't uh, <laughs> it wasn't a drawn out affair now I believe every healing is of God today you know every, everything we do God made our bodies and he made them to heal you know and so they do but in every instance where Jesus was involved with healing it was an instantaneous healing so their faith had made them whole he says shall it be done in you according to your faith and their eyes was open and Jesus sternly warned them as Mike just said see that one, no one knows about this good gracious alive if I had been blind and I, and I got my sight do you believe I'd be quiet about it I'd I, I, I let everyone everyone know but Jesus had his own reasons for telling them don't, don't tell anybody about this verse 31 but they went out and spread the news about him throughout all the land so they were were happy to receive their sight and happy to tell folks that Jesus the Nazarene had healed them verse 32 as they were going out a mute demon possessed man was brought to him after the demon was cast out the mute spoke and the crowds were amazed and they were saying nothing like this has ever happened or has ever been seen in Israel but the Pharisees were saying he cast out demons by the rulers of demons we have often said and it's true that the Christian life will always be beat down it's never popular you know it wasn't in Jesus day and it's not in today's world um, just look at your TV you know uh, and so in this case the the Pharise- Jesus was doing good but the Pharisees were saying he cast out demons by the rulers of demons We're going to come back to that verse in just a minute. Verse 35. Jesus was going throughout all the cities and the villages, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every kind of disease and every kind of sickness. Seeing the people, he felt compassion for them because they were distressed and dispirited like sheep without a shepherd. And then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Therefore, beseech the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest. People are distressed. And they are uh, wandering around. And yet, God's people, we have the good news. We have the reason that, that, we're, that we can overcome the things in our life, maybe not overcome them, but go through them, with joy and contentment because of what Jesus has done for us uh, we're going to see that in just a little bit when Jesus talks about uh, the value of us compared to the value of a sparrow but we, we, we lose sight of the fact that he is in control of everything we do and everything that is said so he says here, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Therefore, beseech the Lord of the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest. In preparation for today's lesson, and I, I was looking at uh, Randy Alcorn's uh, blog site. Randy Alcorn is a is a writer. Uh, he's probably best known right now for his book on heaven but uh, he's uh he's he made history when when he was sitting in uh, a peaceful demonstration in a abortion clinic and he was arrested and in the process of that arrest uh, being arrested uh, <laughs> they wanted to garnish they sued him and got judgment against him and they wanted to get everything he had and he has worked practically for nothing for all these years but yet God has blessed him anyway he writes a blog and has a uh, it's um, eternal perspective ministry and his whole goal is looking toward heaven that this is not our home that it's there he had an article about uh, our kids why uh, we're, we're losing some of them it, it was a reprint from another he didn't write it but it was a reprint from some, somebody else and the essence of the article was that these kids who are leaving church were never part of the kingdom more times than not they came they participated in that activities but they didn't know the Lord and uh, and that's that's a tragedy but yes it's it's a truth and that could be said for us Um, and but we need to know the Lord and it makes a difference beseech the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest chapter 10 Jesus summoned his twelve disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to cast them out to heal every kind of disease and every kind of sickness now the name of the twelve apostles were these first Simon who is called Peter Andrew his brother James the son of Zebedee and John his brother Philip and Bartholomew Thomas, Matthew the tax collector, James the son of Alphaeus, Thaddeus, Simon the zealot, and Judas Iscariot, the one who betrayed him. Um, this is one of several times that the disciples are listed. And uh, <clears throat> it's verse 2 says, Now the names of the twelve were these, the first Simon. <laughs> so Peter's kind of the uh, leader of the pack. And of And course we know that uh, he denied him and yet uh, he he loved him and Peter loved the Lord uh, we know about his uh, his message he preached at Pentecost when we were in Acts and uh, Andrew uh, I feel sorry for A- Andrew because he was <laughs> he was always known as Peter's brother almost like he didn't have an identity of his own but he was Peter's brother and yet he brought Peter to the Lord he brought Peter to see the Messiah in this listing they're listed two by two I don't know if this is how they were sent out uh, some Baba scholars say yes one of the commentators I read from said that that was probably the case but in any case he he was there, he he assembled them, gave them authority over unclean spirits and he named them, verse 5 these twelve Jesus sent out after instructing them, do not go in the way of the Gentiles do not enter any city of the Samaritans but rather go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel Jesus came to his own John says his own received him not but Jesus came to Israel he was born from the line of David and he came to redeem them for from from their sins remember that when we started Matthew only thing that they knew at that point was was the teachings of the scribes and pharisees and yet Jesus was telling them something totally radically different and we've been through the sermon on, on the mountain and we saw some of the things that he said but in this particular case he says go to Israel don't go to the gentiles who was um, uh, non-jews and he also separated another group don't go to the Samaritans Now the Samaritans were half-breeds, they were half-Jews and half-Gentile. He said, don't go to their cities, but he says, you go to the lost sheep of Israel. Now, later on, we know Jesus himself, the Samaritan woman at the well, um, that kind of fell, fell away, but in this particular case, he sent the disciples out, two by two, to the house of Israel we don't know how long this was Um, we don't have any indication of how how long this was but he said in verse 7 as you go preach the kingdom of heaven is at hand heal the sick raise the dead cleanse the leper cast out demons freely you have received freely give we've given you this gift Jesus said we've given you this authority to do these things you have it freely so give it out freely verse 9 do not acquire gold, silver copper for your money belts, or a bag for your journey or even two coats or sandals or a staff for the worker is worthy of his support There was a lot said in what I read about (laughs) uh, difference in what the Gospels say. Uh, You know, we've talked about this. This, Matthew, Mark, and Luke are what we know as synoptic Gospels or parallel Gospels. They have a lot of the same thing. Where John's Gospel is totally different. He kind of fills in the blanks where, where the synoptic Gospels didn't. Well... There, there is a there is a statement in uh, in Mark Mark chapter six um, let me see if I can go there right quick uh, Mark chapter six about a, a thing about a staff it's kind of silly to me but but this is I'm going to bring it out um, verse eight he said he instructed them that they should take nothing for their journey except a mere staff no bread no bag no money In their bell. So here Mark says, Take a mere staff. Uh, Luke says, Don't take a staff. And Matthew says, uh, Or a staff. Well, they are going back up to verse 9. It says, Do not acquire. What does your Bible say there? Um, Do not what? Pardon? Take along, okay? Uh, do not acquire, take along, gold, and so forth and so forth. Anyway, <laughs> uh, the, one of the commentators I read says that, uh, that if you had a staff, you could take a staff, but don't go buy one. <laughs> uh, so I got to thinking about that a little bit. Uh, I don't know if it's just unique to our house, but when we get ready to go somewhere, we got to go buy some stuff so what what are saying here he said don't go buy anything he says uh, just just go take your don't even take two copes and don't take two sandals or anything else all right let me read you what uh, J.I. Ryrie says and a lot of what I'm gonna I've said already is coming from 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 him uh it's um it's um what we need to what we need to say well i'm i'm ahead of myself uh take a staff for the for the worker is worthy of his support for the worker is worthy of his support um turn if you will right quick to first timothy first timothy five uh that's to the right and uh You'll find, go through the uh, Hebrews and then Thessalonians and Timothy. No, I'm right, wrong, before Hebrews. 1 Timothy 5. Verse 17. The elders who rule well will be considered worthy of double honor, especially those who work hard at preaching and teaching. For the scripture says you shall not muzzle the ox while he is threshing, and the laborer is worthy of his wages. While you're in the same area there, go to 2 Thessalonians. That's back to the left. Second Thessalonians. Let's look at verses chapter 3, verses 7. This is Paul. <clears throat> Say, for you yourself know how you ought to follow our example, because we did not act in an undisciplined manner among you, nor did we eat anyone's bread without paying for it. But with labor and hardship, we kept working night and day so that we would not be a burden to any of you. Not because we do not have the right to do this, but in order to offer ourselves as a model for you so that you would follow our example. For even when we were with you, we used to give you this order. If anyone is not willing to work, then he should not eat either. For we hear that some among you are leading an undisciplined life, doing no work at all, but acting like busybodies. Now such persons we uh, command and exhort in the name of Jesus to work in a quiet fashion and eat their own bread. So he said here, he says, uh, Don't take all this stuff. He says, "For a our a worker is worthy of his support." There, there was a time in our in our history. I'm sure. Uh, I know uh, that that churches didn't pay their pastors uh, what they should have been paid. I think we've gone past that now, and I'm grateful that we always take care of our our own and our own pastors and and the people who share the gospel um, so let me read what Ryrie said and then I'll make another comment and probably get in trouble about it That's okay. this is a high standard and very special one let it well weigh carefully and examine it's plain for one thing that a life of faith and a minister of the gospel of Christ cannot be one of ease. He must be ready to spend body, mind, time, strength in the work of his calling. Laziness and ferality are bad enough in any profession, but worst of all in the work of the watchman of souls. It is plain, too, that the position of the ministers of Christ is not what ignorant people sometimes assign to them and which they lay unhappily sometimes claim for themselves. There's not so much ordained to rule as to serve. They're not so much intended to have domination over a church as to meet the needs and to serve. Half of the diseases of Christianity have arisen from mistaken notions about the minister's office I was chairman of the pastor search committee at one time and I was seeking counsel from some pastors that I respected and knew and one of the first things one of them told me and he repeated it several times and if (laughs) you probably heard me say it before he told me he said Bill don't call a lazy man it's often been said that the work of the gospel is where some people can hide and that's true what Jesus is saying here take care of your take care of these people these disciples that went out two by two and in our case take care of our people who who are with us I'm not gonna say what I thought I was gonna say no verse 11 and whatever city or village you enter inquire who is worthy of it and stay at the house until you leave that city as you enter the, go- the house, give it your greeting. What is the greeting? The greeting is that Jesus has sent us to heal and seek. He's basically giving them the gospel. And so he says, When you enter the house, give them your greeting. Verse 13. If the house is worthy, give it your blessing of peace. But, it, but if it is not worthy... Take back, back back, your blessing of peace. Whoever does not receive you or heed your words as you go out of that house or that city, shake the dust off your feet. Truly I say to you, it will be more tolerable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for this city. Verse 15. That's a terrible, terrible rebuke all I know is that's what God said that's what we have here Um, other places in scripture he says you know you never know when you've entertained an angel unaware and so therefore be kind Uh, be kind and loving in everything we do and uh, yes people disappoint you yes uh, some people have bad motives yes some people take advantage of the system Uh, all of that's true you know Um, but we need to continue to do what you know to do remember it's the Lord that's keeping the books it's not us that are keeping the books the Lord's keeping the books and he's going to be a faithful judge so in this particular case he told the disciples he says you go out two by two I've given you the authority to do all these things I've given to heal the sick to raise the dead to cleanse the leper to cast out demons he says you've got this this mandate freely he said you give it freely he said but just go like you are and dependent upon the people to take care of your, uh take care of you and they will and uh, we don't know like I said how long this lasted but they but they they did, and it's recorded in Mark and Luke two. Verse sixteen. Behold, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. So be shrewd as serpents and innocent as doves. Jesus was aware of the, of the times, and he says he said I'm sending you uh, I'm sending you out in there he said there's, it's tough again brother Ryer there are few of our Lord's instructions which is so difficult to use correctly is this one there's a line marked for us between two extremes there's a line that requires great skill to define to avoid Persecution by holding our tongues and keeping our religion entirely to ourselves is one extreme. We are not to err in that direction. To court persecution and thrust our religion upon everyone we meet without regard to place, time, and circumstance is another extreme. So Brother Ryer says, he says, this is a difficult position and a fine line to walk. He said, we need to let the world know who we are. And at the same time, we don't need to be obnoxious with with the way we do it. He goes on to say, our Lord does not require us to throw aside our common sense when we undertake to work for him. It is to be feared that the believers in the Lord Jesus do not sufficiently pray for the spirit of knowledge, judgment, and a sound mind. They are apt to fancy that if they have grace, that's all they need. Let us remember this. Great grace and common sense are are perhaps one of the rarest combinations That they may go and work together is strikingly proved proven by the life of David and the ministry of Paul you know we've talked about Paul in our study of Acts where he was he went and he preached in the synagogue it wasn't long he stirred up the Jews and they tried to kill him he left went to somewhere else he did the same thing Uh, I I don't know that he was uh, uh, <laughs> if he was um, politically correct in his, in his goings and, and doings but he, he, he got the job done and so in this particular case verse 16 he says Jesus said he said be shrewd as serpents and innocent as doves he said but verse 17 beware of men For they will hand you over to the courts and scourge you in their synagogues. You will even brought before governors and kings for my sake as a testimony to them and to the Gentiles. But when they hand you over, do not worry about what you are to say. For it will be given you in that hour what you are about to say. For he is not excuse me for it is not you who speaks but it is the spirit of your father who speaks in you Wednesday night in in, uh, in choir practice we were going over a, a, a song and uh, we've Daniel I, I, y'all have probably he's a big guy he's on the on the back row and in the choir and he's uh, he's works for the Department of Corrections down in Kershaw County and he was telling us in the last few weeks or month or so right that he was uh, taken hostage down there and uh, and he was fearful (laughs) he was fearful for what was going on and he started quoting scripture and miraculously they let him go and he's gonna share that one day I'm I'm sure Tracy will get him to do that at the right time but the scripture says here when you are called before the courts and when you are brought before people don't worry about what you're gonna say the Holy Spirit's going to tell you what to say when the time comes you've all maybe been in those positions where you have to you have to do that for it is not you who speaks but it is the spirit of your brother who speaks in you well I think we'll stop right there for today and we'll pick up there uh, next week Uh, and we'll we'll go we'll go from there Okay, any questions?